Are you stressed? Do you fear what you'll be facing when you wake up in the morning? Is life simply causing you to question its essence? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to Spirited Daydreams, the show featuring lightworker and psychic medium Carla Shields, where the answers to some of life's, and yes, the afterlife's most thought-provoking and compelling questions are thought. Spirited, as Carla is known as by many, brings her inspiring, passionate, and powerful spiritual teachings to the Internet. So, let's take a moment to welcome the host of the show, your spiritual healer, Carla Shields. everybody. Hello. Welcome back. Good to be here this Wednesday evening, April 22nd. Finally spring here in New England. I spent the weekend raking and doing all sorts of fun outdoorsy things to get the yard ready and and get my body moving, which needs the exercise. So it was all good. Um, And boy, I'll tell you, it never fails when we schedule these topics. Um, that come in and and we set them up. Inevitably, things happen in my own little world um, a day or two or, or during the week before the show that really tie into the subject. Today's topic is about a, do you feel like you're a square peg in a round hole? How to find your true self in the chaos. Well, we none of us are immune to this. We all have we all deal with people. Some of us feel very confident and comfortable around most of the people we are with and maybe we don't even see that this is an issue. This show is for the rest of us that indeed have had moments or many years or times where you feel like you just don't fit in. You know, what what you're you're different and and it it can be bothersome. On on one hand, we know we're different for a reason. Everyone is unique. We know this. But, you know, the pressure and stress of it all is what I'm getting at, right? You're just going along your day, and someone or some groups of chatty Cathy types with nothing else to do with their lives has to spread the rumors, which, of course, are based on no facts whatsoever about you, other than their distorted viewpoints. And sure, yeah, it's always about you, right? It feels that way, doesn't it, sometimes? And and it's not, you know, it isn't exclusively children. We all, as adults, know this. You can be 7, 13, 44, 78, 93. There, there are no age limits on this behavior, none. It seems like the same old story sometimes. For some reason, we haven't quite gotten the answer. We seem to be the one that's different. We don't quite fit into the groups. And, you know, most of the time we're okay with that because that's who we are. But it can be tiresome. And it it can wear us down when life is already taking so much from us and we're trying to move along. Well, this past week, today actually... Uh, I'm a gentleman that I worked for, started working for many, many years ago, decades ago. I'm not even going to say how many. 
um, he hired me. I was a young woman, adult, but a young woman. And I worked. I've worked for his family for years. Um, he passed away, but he was in his late 80s. He was such a blessing in my life. And it ties into this show because the first five years I worked for him, it was exclusively him. He ran the show and uh, until the rest of his family came on board, which, of course, changes the dynamics whenever, you know, more people come in. But while I worked for just him, I learned some different viewpoints. He had a few sayings that, you know, there were just three of us in the office with him back then. We worked like the Dickens. We worked really, really hard. But he had a comical way in the afternoons of a little levity and, and making us laugh. And he'd chat about things briefly like, oh, people have to get the big picture. You can't get too wrapped up in these little things. He was very big. Very. It was very important to him to pass that on, the big picture. And we heard, we'd hear that a lot in different situations, different circumstances. They just don't have any religion. And this was not a man that was into organized religion seven days a week, mind you. This was a man who was kind, good, hardworking. And actually one of the things he said when he hired me was, are you a nice person? You seem like a nice person. My main criteria is that the people that work for me be nice people and be nice to each other. I have no time whatsoever for anybody working for me that is not nice. Now, that changed as years went on after he was no longer at the home. But for the time he was, it was a joy. Because he would, you know, what he wanted was for everyone to work hard. Sure, that was important to him to have his business go well. But he wanted people to treat each other well and be nice to one another. And it's such, it, it seems like a small thing, but it's not so small when you're on the receiving end of backbiting, people being nasty, neighbors being stupid, <laughs> and there's another one. So this gentleman I will always think fondly of, and when I see him again in the hereafter, I'll thank, thank him again. Um, yeah, I have a neighbor that has some dogs that doesn't follow the leash law, and yeah, I have a dog, and I bring her out on a leash, and use the pooper scooper, but they don't, and they big dogs come roaming into my yard. My husband's fit to be tied, and of course it rubs off on me because it's in the household, and the energy gets all messy, and we're all focused on the fact that this young woman in, and her family, you know, she's not even 30, she's a young woman, you know, just has no regard for the neighbors, and it's her way or, you know, my way or the highway, what's in it for me, She's another one that listens to WIIFM, what's in it for me. And, you know, it, most people do. Most people do. Um, their viewpoint is what their viewpoint is, and they can't see past it. And it can be painful and hurtful when people are walking, feels like they're walking all over our hearts. They just, you know, we don't fit in with them. Sometimes it's good. I don't want to be like that neither. So I'm okay with that. But what if we have a situation where, we're, where, you know, we have to be in a, in a work environment, for example, and there always has to be someone that's a troublemaker, right? There always has to be someone that 
you know, says what's on their mind and starts gossiping and causing trouble with no facts behind it just to make themselves feel better. Or, or a family member that likes to start trouble and then leave or, or what have you. Well, there are some things that may be of help to you that I do try to practice myself. When I get through the emotion, and we all have moments where we're caught up in the energy and we can step back, regroup, and and think of that big picture, what's really important here in my life? What's really important? Well, first of all, remember, please, being who you are is what matters. You can't be like the neighbor. You don't want to be like the one that's causing trouble. You don't, do you really want to be like the gaggling group of geese that all pluck and get together and and uh, have this click, I guess is the word, where everybody says things a certain way and does things a certain way and dresses a certain way because that's what's acceptable. And heaven forbid if everyone's wearing goth and black and you come in with a colorful outfit and you don't fit in, you know, to me... Being who you are is what matters. That's part of how your spirit shines. You can't fit the mold of others because you're not supposed to. Don't be too concerned with with, with what other people are doing. You know, 99% of the time, other than a good mentor, a good friend of mine, and my guides and my angels, and a few close family members, What the others are doing is their business. It's not mine. I'm way too busy doing my own thing, my own way, in the way that feels right and true for me. And aren't you too? Why do we want to give our power away to people that really don't care about us, that are so wrapped up in their own concerns that they don't have time for us in the first place? I don't mean to be disrespectful, but taking care of you is so important. You know that quote by Joan Borisenko? Maybe you've seen it or heard it. What other people think of me is none of my business. It's their business. Well, it's true, because most people are tuned in to WIIFM. What's in it for me? That's their radio station. It plays in their heads 24-7, you know, and they need to get ahead. They need to be the best of the sorority or the little clique or the group or the or whatever, and at work they need to feel that they're in control and in charge. So they're always scheming and and manipulating. And You're not the type, maybe, that that wants to do, you don't want anything to do with that. And most of the time, those of us that don't want anything to do with it are fine with it, but that doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. We are human. We do have emotions. We do have souls, and we do hurt. So what others are thinking about what we're doing, remember, please, it's only what they're capable of understanding right now. Like my neighbor down the street, I honestly think she doesn't know any better. And I honestly think it's going to be a a bit before she gets the lesson that's out in front of her. You know, there are people in your sphere that probably drive you up a wall, and they can't try to see if you can, but they can't see it from where you are at because water seeks its own level and they can only understand where they are based on who they are 
and their life experiences. People that have been through a lot tend to be stronger. Doesn't mean we don't feel pain. Doesn't mean we don't get hurt, frustrated, angry, ticked off. But we are stronger. We bounce back. We're careful, aren't we? Most of the people that make you feel like you're a square peg in a round hole aren't very spiritual. I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about living, living spirituality 24-7. How they treat people, how they behave, their manners, morals. You know, what makes them tick? The general sense of them. Are they busy living their own lives? dealing with whatever that means to them. And if you're not a cookie-cutter paper doll, if it's right in, you're labeled as different. They 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 aren't going to get you. They don't understand you. And they shun you aside. And because they need to feel so important, they'll usually say so to many people. It's unfortunate. But that's all they understand. They don't really care about anybody but themselves because they don't know how. You know, a long, long, long time ago, my dad gave me a book. I think I was 16 years old. And actually, dad shared a lot of books with me when I was in my teens and and on. You know, in my early teens, I was reading the new Wayne Dyer books in the 70s and books like the new Atkins Diet when it really was new. The new Atkins diet today is anything but new people. It's been around a long, long time. So I was exposed, thankfully, in my household to many, many new viewpoints and ideas. And it was a really good thing. There's one book I wanted to mention, though. I read this book so many times, I actually had to buy another one. It was a really thick paperback book, like an inch and a half. And it was about people. And... um, I can't think of the title of it right now. If I if I do, I'll mention it. But it talked about how people were basically three types overall in terms of being able to deal with them. There were, number one, the rare ones that were really kind, the way they lived and let lived. And those were the ones that you held on to those. There weren't many of them. They were rare gems. There was a second group where most people live, And those are the ones you have to be careful around. Basically, they're decent people. But you have to be careful not to show your hand to them, as they say, because if you do, you're liable to get stabbed in the back with scissors. Unfortunately, most people are just looking out for themselves and don't see past it. The third group is the one that I learned through this book about. And it did help me because as a young teen, who doesn't have trouble? unless they're the ones riding the wave at the top of these cliques, right? And the ones to avoid at all costs. They were called the weeds, W-E-E-D-S, how appropriate, because they're only interested in crawling into other people's territory and causing trouble. You stay away from them at all costs. There is nothing to be gained when people are like that. I believed it then. I believe it If you're dealing with people that have nothing to say other than causing trouble about someone else, you can be sure they're talking about you too. It's very rare that you will ever hear me say a derogatory comment about someone else, as I did about my neighbor. 
It's very, very rare. Because I honestly try to live and let live and understand that people live their own way. Just don't get in my way. The same as you. As long as you're not bothering me, I bless you, move on. Wonderful way to live. You know, for someone that's sensitive, it's really important to have an idea where people come from, where they're where they're coming from, if you're not quite sure. And that gen it's a yes, it's a generalization, but it's it's pretty pretty decent because you can sense if it if someone's a rare gem, just really, really nice, very warm, very caring very sweet and very, you know, you just don't run into too many people like that. Or the general sense, your your gut's going to tell you, your 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 spirit is going to tell you who to be careful of. Pay attention to those feelings, the hairs on the back of your neck standing up, the little twist in your stomach, the ones that make you feel like you have to do something to fit into the group because if you don't, you're not going to be accepted. Stay away from them. They're not your kind of people. If they were, you wouldn't have to change to be with them. Seriously. You know, most of the people in the world are so busy living up to their false self that they have created, the one that's all ego, that they haven't even begun to get in touch with who their true self is, your soul and spirit, that is underneath everything, but they haven't gotten in touch with their true selves. Most people are really kind of stuck inside themselves. They don't know they're not awake. They can't see it. They can't see inside anyone else either, except for maybe a couple deep emotional connections to a few family members. They probably don't even know it's possible. It's not their fault. They just don't know what you do. Maybe they haven't been hurt. Maybe no one's got underneath that thick skin of theirs that they're wearing like armor and putting on this show while you're showing your true self your real authentic self, the one that gets hurt. One is, you know, there's, as I said, there's no age limit. I've known people in their 90s, woman that was 93, very authentic, real, let everything show right through her soul. She'd have a big smile. If she didn't like you, you'd know that too. But she was real, a real honest-to-goodness person. And then I knew someone who was in her late 80s, 89, who was still trying so hard, it was really sad, trying so hard to live up to the status quo. And not a bad person, not a bad person, nice person, but I felt sad because there was a lot underneath that that she was afraid to show. And as a, as being who I am with my abilities, I pick up on these things very quickly. And most of us do, actually. Most of us do. So let's say you want to choose to walk the true self path and hold on to yourself and keep yourself intact. Who do you know? You know, who do you listen to? Who can you believe? Who should you choose as a role model? Well, the old saying, birds of a feather flock together, is a pretty safe thing. It's pretty true most of the time, but watch closely because now and then, in almost every flock, every group, there's at least one person that doesn't really belong in that group. They won't stay there too long because they feel uncomfortable. Somehow they've found themselves there. They're not quite sure what they're doing there now, and they're not quite sure if they're ready to transition out and walk away or how they're going to do it. And Maybe that's you. 
listen to what feels like truth to you. You know, truth can come in many forms. It can be comedy, fiction, whatever. But you'll know it when you hear it. Because it's people that talk with a basic sense of being real, about real life things, real situations, that aren't putting on airs all over the place trying to be something they're not, putting on certain scenarios to make them sound bigger and better than they are. They're being real. They really care, perhaps. Maybe they're coming across sicky sweet, but maybe that's who they are. Maybe they really are that way. There are some of us, you know, that really do try to be nice to people. And then there are some that have a rough exterior, but that doesn't mean that they don't care about you. You know, the truth underneath it all is what you want to get to. And in order to get to the truth, you have to be your true self. If we believe anybody, we're going to fall for anything. I was taught at home, my brother and I, and it's true. If we believe just anybody and anybody's viewpoints, including mine people, you'll fall for anything. Always get another source and another source. Check your facts before you buy into anything and find what feels right for you because there are many different ways of doing things in this beautiful life that is so short. And why not tailor it to your true self that you came here to be and not try to fit in to that round hole where you don't belong in the first place? A better question, instead of who to believe in, is what do you care about what they think anyway? You know, other than the basic necessities of life, the laws of society, of course, we need to follow and so forth. To me, it's a matter of common sense, which is very rare today, but I'm determined it's coming back. It's not about, you know, walking the path of your true self, which is so, so important. As far as role models are concerned, my personal viewpoint is don't look for one. Don't look for a role model. I have known more people in my years that have jumped from one role model to another to another and another and another. They have this expert in business for a while, then that consultant, then another one, then another one. They go to this one, then they go to that one, and, and every time they switch, it's like they didn't go to the uh, the one they just left at all. They, it, it's like they completely forgot everything they were so on board about and were bra- bragging about and broadcasting and, and rah-rahing about to everybody in their circle and getting everybody on board. This is how we're going to do things. This is what I'm all about now. And then as soon as they were done with that and moved on, it's like they didn't learn a lesson. They didn't get anything. It's more like a fad than it is anything else. They get pretty tired. So they keep going from one to another. The key is spiritually. When you're ready spiritually, and a mentor or someone that is needed to help you get to your next step, they're going to show up. You don't have to look for them. They will show up in your life. You're going to find them without ever really looking. They're going to be right on time, just like that. They really will. And and if you think about it, maybe you already can think of one or two instances where that's happened. Maybe someone just kind of showed up. And it, it was a blessing 
Maybe it was a tough lesson at the same time. Maybe they disappeared from your life again, and it was painful. But wasn't it superior that they were in your life? And And wasn't it almost like magic? Because how else would they have come into your life? The other side has a lot to say with this, and they will help you. And you guys are working double time, whether you believe in them or not, to help you. Spiritually speaking, there's really only one you. Round, square, peg, it doesn't matter. There's one you. If there was anybody else just like you, there wouldn't be a need for you to be here in this lifetime at all. Because you're here to help with all of the experiences that are to be created, experienced, and imagined. You're here because you make a difference. You might not think so right now, but you do. If it wasn't necessary for you to be here, you wouldn't be here. The next time you have someone yelling in your face, this is so important. The next time you have someone yelling in your face, because we all have run into an occasion here or there where someone just loses it and they start screaming at us. Sounding like they're a tiger, roaring away and trying to make you feel small like a little mouse. Try thinking of this. Humans that act like angry tigers are really just scared little kitty cats. They're putting on this big tiger show because they're trying to control you to keep you at bay. They're afraid of you. They're not sure of you. They can't quite put you in in a cubbyhole. You don't quite fit. They don't understand where you're coming from, so they're going to yell at you and, and keep you at a distance for now. Just remember that. Most of the time, a human being acting like an angry tiger is someone who's really coming from a state of fear. Certainly not a state of love. I don't recommend roaring back. I love the song Roar by Katy Perry. I really like it. But I don't recommend roaring back at them. If you wait, you'll find it's interesting. There's not a lot getting done when you're just posturing against each other, roaring at each other like two dogs fighting to see who's bigger and badder, when that's really what's happening when two people are showing how scared they are. You know, it, when you, when people are fighting and they're being loud and kids to adults, and, and there no age limit, please, would like to think there is, but heck no, I've seen it, I've been witness to it, I've had it happen to me. And the best thing I've found to do is just say, okay, and step back, realizing that they're coming from a place that is total negative emotion. They're in a total state of fear, anxiety, and chaos, and their spirituality is on another planet right now. It's not with them. Most of our anger is fear-based, if we admit it. Mine, too. Sometimes we get angry because we're protecting ourselves or someone we love. But anger is anger. It's not compassion. On another quick topic, since we have a few minutes, let me just ask you this. If what you like is a peanut butter sandwich, why are you ordering fish? Seriously, think about that. Start with little things. Little things matter to you because you like them. 
Don't order fish if you want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Order what you like. If it's a matter of finances, it's understandable. If it's not, get something with, that you like. Don't do it just because everybody else is doing it. The true self, it is spiritual, by the way. It ties in. The true self, when it's active and authentic, when you're attuned to your true self, you know all the time your spirituality is sending out energy signals all the time. Our energy field is always on. It's never off. And we do attract those that are attuned to the same wavelength, and they will draw closer to us. In other words, we don't have to go do anything special to be noticed in a good way by those that we we really wish to be noticed by, that really deep down spiritually are meant to be part of our circle. We don't have to change ourselves inside out, and we don't have to play time, waste time playing jacks when we'd rather be sitting on the shore. Please don't send your true self out unless you feel comfortable there. Your false self will tell you, you need to be seen, you need to make connections. Not necessarily because your true self knows stepping stones are spiritually magical. The quiet little decisions you make, one step at a time, listening to the conscience, the whispers of your guides, asking the other side for help will always be the best choice. Listen to the nudges. Thank you for listening. The new shows will be posted this week. Thanks again and blessings. Take care.